You ever wake up and look at your partner and go, crap, I wish they'd just help me. I wish they would just, ugh. We could work together. It could. We could do this, right? You ever in that position? Let's talk about it. I gotta tell you something. I don't like lazy people. What? Don't like lazy people. You wake up in the morning, you get up, and you have an agenda, and you're moving in a direction because that's what we're designed to do. Life isn't designed to be wasted, right? And the second thing I don't like is I don't like selfish people. I don't like people who the only person in the room is them. The only person that matters is them. The only one they're going to do anything for is them. I don't like selfish people. If there were ever an indicator when you are in a position, when you're in trouble, right? When things probably aren't going to end up in the direction that you think they're going to end up. Or maybe you're anticipating it. But the point is, if there was ever an indicator that you are in trouble in your endeavors, it's when you approach those endeavors being lazy, with a lazy, lackadaisical attitude. And the other side of that, the more significant side of that, is when you do that from a position of selfishness. That is, the reason you don't help your partner, your your friend, your person you love, right, with the things they have to get done during the day or needs to be done during the day is because you're selfish. You you think about you. Yes, they're fine. They 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 haven't broken down yet, so just let them go. They'll they'll be okay. I'll leave my shit laying around, and I will focus on me, and I will hang out in my life. If there was anything in the world that will disable, derail a relationship, make you wake up in the middle of the night, your eyes all big, scared because you realize you missed the opportunity to fix it on your end. You missed the opportunity to say, oh my goodness, I shouldn't be treating them that way because I might be in trouble. There might be a point when they just decide they're completely and totally done with me. Ooh, man, that don't get your attention. It nothing will. If that don't get your attention, if you don't realize that your life blowing up, your 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 marriage, your relationship exploding is not going to be a good thing. It's never a good thing. And if you can find a way to make that not happen, to avoid that, hmm. Don't sound like that's such a bad idea. Hey, let's talk about how you can tell if you're in trouble. All right, this this really isn't rocket science, right? It isn't. It doesn't take a genius to figure this out. When it comes to your relationship, that's a cooperative effort towards a common goal, or at least it should be. Now, it's not always that way. And the reason for that is because... Either we don't have the skill set, and which is mostly the case, we don't have the skill set to actually turn our focus towards what truly benefits that cooperative effort. That is, hey, listen, you want to be my partner? Yeah, I'll be your partner. I'll hang out with you. Yeah, all right, cool. You want to spend time together? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, we can share a space. Okay, let's do that. Hey, hey, how about if we both get jobs and then we go to work and, and we save our money and then we set goals and we can have nice things together? How would that be? Well, yeah, that'd be pretty cool, too. When you really think about it, that's where we're at in our relationship. Now, the nice part is if you really have your skill set in order, if you really know what the hell you're doing, you get the other side of that. And that's the romantic side, that intimate side where you get to really just, well, you you know what I'm talking about. I don't need to go into it. But the point I'm making here is 
If you're not feeling or wanting to feel that with your partner, you wanting to feel that sense of cooperation, you you do team hawkes and a high five. Yeah, we got this, right? We got this. And you spend time with that person. You know the message that your partner is going to get? Your partner is going to get a message that tells them, hey, listen, he must not think I'm that interesting. He's the, he really doesn't like hanging out with me that much. And what message should they get? If you want to evaluate whether your relationship is in trouble or not, just sit down and think about how you feel about doing things for the person you love. Think about that request to do that thing that that they want you to do. If your partner came up to you and said, hey, baby, can you? You say, hell yeah. Or do you like, oh, God dang. Uh, And you grunt and you moan and you cry and you make your partner feel so uncomfortable about the request. In a very short amount of time, you train them not to ask you to do things. Kind of an interesting concept. If you got that going on in your relationship, whether you're the person that's doing the manipulating, if you're the person that is actually going, oh, really? Oh, you know, that sucks. I did all this. Shame on you. If you're the person that's coming behind and saying, well, okay, well, that's okay. I know I know you're a man boy and, and your games are way important to you because you want to be on the winner chart you're the top player right of course i get it come on really <laughs> i'd say that's one of the indicators you can tell if your relationship is in trouble i'm not the smartest guy right i don't know a lot about a lot of things but i do know about relationships and what i can tell you about relationships is that you're going to get what you give right that's just the bottom line And regardless of the reason, regardless of any other justification for why you do what you do, if you're not doing things for your partner, it's not going to be very enjoyable for your partner to spend time with you. If you're a grown man and you hang around the house and you have more time off than she does and you sit around the house and you don't run the vacuum and you don't clean and you don't do laundry because, you know, you really don't have time for that shit. And besides, she'll get to it on her two days off, even though you have an extra day off. Actually, you have two extra days off, but you don't. Yeah, it's all right. If you got that going on in your head that you are like this rock star and you're just superstar and you go to work and everybody goes, ooh, 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 and that's your audience and then you come home and you're Mr. Disengaged, there's a pretty good chance your relationship is in trouble. And some people say, well, you know, well, that's fine, you know, because I don't like her anyway. Well, right, 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 right. All right. Let's talk about the post We broke up. I kicked her to the curb relationship. That life. Let's talk about that life. How do you think that plays out? You think you just wake up one day, you got your apartment, life is good. There's no more complications, no more pressure. You're not married to that bitch anymore. You're moving right on. And then what happens? Well, you don't change. I mean, you didn't get divorced and then go to training to learn how to be a better partner. So you go into the next relationship doing exactly the same stupid shit you were doing in the last one. And what happens? Before you know it, you're in the same relationship as you had before. Still having the same friggin' problems as you're having before. If only someone, if only someone could come up with a plan. 
a strategy, some master plan, something that's born of the universe for how to have an amazing relationship. If only that were possible. Not to blow a really big moment, right? But it actually is. You actually do have the ability to... uh, like have an amazing relationship. You have the ability to wake up excited and be energized and look at them and go, God, <laughs> look at you. You are so cute. Ooh, right? Making dolphin noises because you're over there tickling and playing and just enjoying the company of the person you share your life with. This is where it all comes down to loving what you have. This is what it comes down to. That appreciation, that feeling inside, well, what can I do to help her? What can I do to make her experience with me better, right? What what can I do to make him enjoy me more, to be excited about me? If you're not rising to that level, if you don't wake up every day wanting to be the best person you can be for the person you love, guess what? You'll not, you're not going to get there. Let's talk about how you can take it to the next level. Can you imagine what it would feel like to be back in that where you have this person and you're like, oh my God, he's so friggin' cool, right? Oh my God, she's just smart. Love talking to her. Hey, what are you doing? A thousand phone calls a day, texting all the time. What are you wearing? (laughs) It's easier than you think. All right, here's the deal. If you if you were your partner and your partner looks at you and 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 they you see what you do, right? You see how you conduct your business every day. You can see how much of a benefit you are to the person you share your life with, right? That's the perspective from which we're going to look at this this particular subject and that is 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 your relationship in trouble? Are you not engaged in a manner that makes your life better with your partner are you not helping your partner grow and making it easier by you being there because that's really what it comes down to if you look back and you think about all the things you do because you know it needs to get done and you are not being mothered or fathered by the person you share your life with right if you're just you get up every day and you identify tasks that are part of the operation of your family part of the requirements for continued success right you might be on the right track to having a moderate to good relationship because let's face it sandy doesn't have to worry about the laundry being done in the morning because i do it When I get up, I take my shower, I load the laundry, I put the soap in, I pull the dryer sheet out so she knows the laundry has been run and one of us will end up going in there and putting the laundry in the dryer. Why do we do that? Because it makes our life together easier. If you're hanging out being a man boy... That is that guy who, yeah, I, you know, I don't do painting. I, you know, I just, I got this time off. I just, but I like to be in my head. I play my video games and yeah, I, I love you, baby. I love you. And you do the bare minimum, just enough to keep things running, but just certainly don't step across the line and do more than you have to, because when it really comes down to it is it's your life, right? It's all about you. How long do you think that can last? Because here's the other side of it. When you think about about your partner and how you conduct business with your partner, you're either a benefit or a burden. That's the And the line is right there. If you're hedging that line where most of the time you're a burden, where you, just, you don't do anything, you just kind of consume resources, and yeah, you might work and bring money in, but you really don't help out. You've got this, this space you share, and, and you don't do anything in it. There's a, a good chance your partner can probably see that. 
they're looking at that and and they look at you and then they look at other people's lives and they go hmm i he probably not it's not really that cool having him around it's kind of like having a fourth kid around right it's kind of like this lump of grown man who doesn't do anything but play video games like a kid doesn't doesn't have any incentive to do anything beyond what he wants to do doesn't help anybody else out has has no idea that there's even anyone else in the room half the time huh if that's who you are that's who you're married to or sharing your life with guess what i don't want to be the bearer of bad news but you uh you're in trouble All right, let's jump into a quick inventory here because I don't want to leave you just like, oh my God, my relationship's a mess. So let me give you some some tests that you can take, some things you can do to kind of measure it. You could, you could actually ask your partner, say, how am I doing as a partner? No, honestly. You could just sit down with your partner. I wouldn't have any alcohol involved. I wouldn't be drinking. I would be like in a public place where the yelling is to a minimum, where you don't get, if she starts crying, she's not going to hit you at any rate, right? But I would I would ask that question. That's a good way to start. Um, depending on how safe your partner feels, if you're the kind of person that likes to punch girls or punch, if you like to hit men, right, and you you share that conversation with me, you're afraid, uh, afraid of getting hit, that might be a bad thing. So be careful with that. But you can look at it and you can kind of get an idea how you're feeling about your relationship. More than that, you can kind of get an idea how your partner's feeling. I know for a fact that when Sandy is not happy with me, she kind of conveys the fact that she's not happy with me, right? You can feel when your relationship is rocky and you can feel when you, you can, should probably do more because we're not, we're, that's not, that's an eight, right? You're, you're sitting at home, you have three days off a week, your wife works her ass off doing everything and you're sitting there for three days and you can't, you know that the laundry's down there, you know that the dog hair is piling up, you know there's a lot of things, the yard hasn't been mowed in a while and you, and you just, but you just can't seem to bring yourself to do it. And then you're going to be all surprised. You'll be over there, oh my God, I can't can't believe she left me. I can't believe he left me. If you're not into your relationship, you don't put effort into your relationship, it's not going to exist. Because that partner, that person that you loved so much in the beginning and now you're tired of or you're bored with, that person is going to eventually get to the point where they say, you know, I think I would probably be better off without this bag of trash, right? I think I'd be better off if if I didn't have this intrusion in my life. And that's that's the gist of it. That's how it goes. What are you going to do about it? That's the big question. What are you going to do about it? Well, if you're like most people, the, the biggest hurdle you're having with this entire conversation is you're not that person. You're not that one. Really? You're not that person. There's, there's absolutely nothing you could do in your relationship to make it better. Hmm. If you believe that, you are definitely in trouble. If you've been tuning in, you've heard me talk about kindness, and that's because I value it. It's Kindness is a great foundational tool to use to set the platform for your life. It doesn't really matter where you're at in it or what you have going on. If you do everything you do from a platform of kindness, that is trying to make the lives of those people around you a little bit better, trying to make people feel good about the fact that you are around, you're going to go a long way in the choices you make. Because let's face it, when you launch your day 
from a platform of kindness and consideration and appreciation, it's not hard for you to jump up and say, hey, listen, I'll do that. I know you're in the middle of something. I'll do that, baby. I got this. If you're not engaged in that, if your partner ain't looking at you going, wow, look at him. Oh, I love her so much. God, I can't get enough of her. If your partner doesn't look at you in that way, the question you probably want to ask yourself is, well, why the hell not? And the answer is, maybe that's not who you are. Maybe you've stepped away from being that wonderful person who enjoys life to to a leech, to someone who is waiting for your partner to take care of the slack so you can enjoy your life more. If you're not engaged in your relationship, if you're not working towards spending more time touching, more time talking, more time listening, more time enjoying and embracing and appreciating your wife, your partner, your friend, there's a good chance it's going to go away. There's a real good chance you might be in trouble. Not trying to bring anything down on you, but man, I look around and there are people I know and I think, why don't you get it? Why don't you get it? If you want to be the best person you can be, you focus on you. If you want to be have the best relationship possible, you focus on the relationship. If your attention isn't on the relationship, isn't on the thing that you share, that thing will disappear. It will go away and it will not make your life any better. No mistake about it. The attorney will make money. The courts will make money. Everybody will make money. You will lose money. And more than that, you will lose the opportunity to have an amazing life with the person you're with. If you're sitting on your ass doing nothing in your relationship, you're going to have nothing. I promise that. Hey, listen, coming hard at you, but this is really a big issue. You realize relationships don't just affect you. They affect your family and your friends and everyone around you. You owe it to yourself. And more than that, you owe it to your partner to engage your relationship, to become part of it, to become an active participant in making it better. I hope you'll take my advice. I hope you will wake up every day and serve the world from a platform of kindness. I hope you will consider where you are in your relationship and and maybe just step in and say, you know what, hey, listen, I got this because, well, you're tired and or because I love you or because, well, I appreciate all you do for me, right? It comes down to that. It's really that simple. Hey, listen, until next time, I hope you'll keep tuning in. I'm trying to make it interesting, trying to get your attention, trying to get your point of view on things that are important, things that matter. Let me know what I'm doing. Until next time, my name is Chris Hakez, and this is Your Best Life Defined. <laughs>